0: Today on CityCast Chicago, can you really claim to be a Chicago sports fan if you're not following what the Sky and Red Stars are doing? Let's be frank, they're kind of the only teams playing right now that are really worth watching. The Sky are ranked number one in the WNBA, and the Red Stars just came off a nine-match unbeaten streak in the National Women's Soccer League. Plus, players in both those leagues continue to improve working conditions and speak out against injustice. Today, we'll talk about the reigning WNBA champ, Chicago Sky, and tomorrow, it's all things Red Stars. It's Tuesday, July 19th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. Annie Costable covers the Sky for the Chicago Sun-Times. Annie, welcome back to CityCast Chicago.
1: Thank you guys so much for having me.
0: The Sky have won nine of their last 10 games and are number one in the league right now. What's been the big story of this year so far?
1: Gosh, I think the biggest story of this year so far... well we can't just pick one. So first, Rebecca Gardner, for sure. <laughs> I think Rebecca Gardner is the biggest story of the league this year, one of the the biggest stories of the league and certainly of the Chicago Sky. But the second big story I think of this year is that this team is playing the way that everybody anticipated they would play last year had injury not affected, impacted, you know, the team early on. And so it's, it's honestly been very interesting to see everybody else react to this team because it, it's basically what we thought we were going to see last year.
0: Mm-hmm. For people who might not be familiar, can you give them a little heads up on who Rebecca Gardner is?
1: So Rebecca Gardner is a 32-year-old quote-unquote rookie, which, rookie. <laughs> <laughs> which a lot of fans, a lot of basketball aficionados, is that how you say that word?
0: Some like aficionados, aficionados, however you want to say
1: it, (laughs) something like that. Um, They get bothered by this idea that she's a rookie because she's obviously a vet. She's been playing since she graduated um, from UCLA in 2012. She went undrafted out of UCLA in 2012. She played in a uh, a couple different WNBA training camps since then, but um, really was had this 10 year career overseas. Before James Wade got to see her play live. And when he saw her play, obviously, you know, picked up on what she could bring to the sky, saw her play again, um, had multiple conversations with her and at first invited her to training camp. That invitation turned into a signing. He signed her before she even arrived at camp. And she's just been this incredible piece to the sky. And so Rebecca was tasked with replacing Diamond to Shields, which is no small task. I mean, Diamond was beloved in Chicago and still is, but also was and is a star in this league. And so coming in and, and filling those shoes to some, you know, might be a, a, a tall task or a big expectation. And Rebecca's really come in and done an incredible job because she understands and and values as does everyone on this team, her role on this team, which isn't always easy. Like, these are professional athletes. It's not always easy to have everybody buy into their role. And I think that what's been incredible about Rebecca's year so far is that she really has bought into her role on this team. And because of that, she's she's flourished
0: the way the team has been playing together, right? From the minute Kai got back into the offense, has really been able to jail. I mean, CP3, people talked about maybe walking away from the game, and right now it's putting up a, a, an MVP caliber of a year in terms of the the impact, you know, just dropped 30 uh, on the <laughs> team the other night at home. How fun has it been to watch this team really, like you said, embrace their roles and, and go out there and, and in some cases dominate teams?
1: So as far as like dream- dream careers go. I I truly wake up. I'm not kidding every day and pause and think about like I know everybody can't see me right now but <laughs> I am so thankful to be covering not only this team but this league. And, you know, to your point about CP's potential retirement, maybe retirement, like questionable retirement she's such a self-aware person i mean i learn life lessons from everybody that i get to interview work around etc and as far as candace parker goes like that's something that i think is just so apparent for anybody that interviews her she knows herself she knows what she wants she knows she's just she knows it's hard to anticipate her retiring when she's playing this well and and she hasn't said that she will. But if she wants to retire at the end of this year, she will. It's It doesn't yeah. matter how good she's playing. Like, if that's what she's made the decision to do, she's going to do it, you know, regardless.
0: There's some perks to being the champs, and and I'm not sure if this is directly relinked, but we just came off the All-Star game last week, which was hosted right here in Chicago at Wintrust. What was the atmosphere like that weekend?
1: It was honestly very energetic. I mean, from start to finish, it was just a really above-average All-Star weekend in comparison to to past All-Star weekends. And then I also want to give a shout-out to Chicago because I know a damn good all-star game so thank you for showing up Chicago. We obviously are very aware of of certain um, pitfalls of the weekend and we could get into those if you want but just from a general perspective the weekend was really enjoyable for all the players all the coaches and was described as the best all-star game yet.
0: It's really good to hear that players had a, a better experience, felt better taken care of, felt like there were more eyes on them, more partnership opportunities. For some fans, they complained that, you know, there weren't enough outdoor events. The league also had to share Win Trust Arena with a competing event. You know, how how have league officials responded to these complaints? I saw one in particular that talked about, you know, trying to prevent violence in Chicago that, that a lot of people kind of, you know, rightfully got upset with.
1: Yeah, so Commissioner Kathy Engelbert was asked about the lack of planned events for fans, not even just outdoor events, but f- events in general, because there was only really one ticketed event and it was the game itself. And so that left a lot of fans unhappy because yeah, you're, you're hosting it in the reigning champ city. So the thing with just a little context The league doesn't have a two-year runway to plan these events. The WNBA is planning these events in a six-month time span. This event isn't getting bid on in the same way that an NBA All-Star game is getting bid on. Yet. You know, yet. And, you know, again, Commissioner Engelbert, when asked about that, said that it was in consultation with the Chicago Police Department that they decided not to have more outdoor events for fear of gun violence. And she did not solely single out chicago she she mentioned mul- multiple recent mass shootings but that wasn't that didn't happen the chicago police department has confirmed that they did not advise the wmba to limit their outdoor events for fear of gun violence like that that's yeah, it i mean the
0: taste was happening right up the exactly. right up the street
1: exactly so i think that The transparency is an issue, especially when you make a statement like that and then it's proven that that actually didn't happen.
0: One thing that was clear throughout All-Star Weekend was how much players, in particular, support Brittany Griner from the Phoenix Mercury. Uh, The star has been detained in Russia since February. Uh, Can you catch us quickly up on the status of her case and, and, and how players in the league are becoming more vocal?
1: Since the U.S., has reclassified her as wrongfully detained. The players have been extremely vocal, nonstop vocal, since that that switch-up happened. And so All-Star Weekend, really the priority was to have Brittany Griner top of mind. Players wore her jersey for the second half of the game, um, 42, and her name Griner on the back to help bring attention in the sense of anybody who's watching might you know, question, oh, why are they wearing Brittany Griner's jersey? And then go look up her story and, you know, spark some sort of change in the situation that way. But also so that Brittany Griner could see the photos, hopefully, and maybe feel some sort of comfort. And comfort is just such a difficult word to even use in this situation. But to feel to feel something
0: meanwhile back here home unlike many leagues it isn't just all-star game in a rush to the playoffs we got the commissioner's cup coming up which will be held here in chicago and we'll see number one sky fingers crossed they'll still be number one by the time the game goes against the current number two las vegas aces um for people who are not familiar what is the commissioner's cup and is this a championship preview my friend so the
1: commissioner's cup is in its second year It, it was established and first played last year and it's an in-season tournament and there's half a million dollars on the line not half a million for each player let's be very clear this is half a million dollars to be split amongst everybody which is still a huge chunk of money but Candace Parker isn't walking away with half half a million dollars if this guy win
0: as she deserves I mean
1: as as we all know um you know pay in, in the WNBA is something that will continue to be brought up it's pay inequity for women in general is is an issue in this country and so it's obviously reflected in the WNBA as well so the commissioner's cup yeah is an in-season tournament and the first half of the season there are certain games that are marked commissioner cup games and obviously every team's record is tracked and the team with the best record uh, the two teams from from the east and west play each other in the commissioner's cup championship which again this year is the Las Vegas Aces and the Chicago Sky and and you're right it's definitely has the potential to be a WNBA finals prequel
0: Annie, i appreciate you joining us on citycast chicago to talk about the Chicago Sky and you know uh prayers up for this, for this repeat Thanks so much for having me. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Six Save-A-Lot locations will be revitalized across Chicago's south and west side neighborhoods, including the reopening of one that closed two years ago in Auburn-Gresham. To learn more about the company behind it, see today's newsletter. You can subscribe at chicago.citycast.fm. After the third police officer died by suicide this month, CPD head David Brown says the department will prioritize mental health. Brown says the goal is to have counselors for each of the 25 police districts. Currently, there are 11. And some good news to get you through. Today is the Major League Baseball All Star Game. While the Sox and the Cubs are moving through disappointing seasons, to say the least, both will have starters represented with Sox shortstop Tim Anderson and Cubs catcher Wilson Contreras. As always, I appreciate you for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.